Hi, this is Tom Hodges from Antis Comics, and you are listening to Weeby Geeks. USB microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation. Do not attempt to adjust your device. This is Extreme Freedom Audio Bulletin. It cannot be traced, it cannot be stopped, and it is the only free voice left in the geek revolution. And welcome to another episode of Weeby Geeks. Uh, this one we're, I think, had agreed on before show. We're titling, Where is Jules? <laughs> now, now I got it's like that. It's like, where's Waldo? But yeah. I was thinking, where is Carmen San Diego? Where uh, in yeah. the world is Jules? <laughs> <laughs> um, Not sure it quite works the same, but we'll uh, go yeah. with it. Hey. Does anything work the same? Because <laughs> remember, we be geeks. Meanwhile, across town at the home for the mentally deficient. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, how's everyone doing? Good, good, good. Awesome. <laughs> We're all good. <laughs> well, let's, let's get some business stuff out of the way first. Go to uh, check out our website, webegeeks.net. On the homepage, you got an Amazon link. You've got a comic bento link. You've got superhero stuff, which underneath it is Hero Box, which I think will take you direct to the Hero Box page. Um, I don't remember right offhand. It should. Actually, no. It just takes you back to uh, superhero stuff. Uh, of course, there's CAD Audio, who is our sponsor, uh, who we've been with CAD Audio a little over a year now. And uh, we, we say thank you to CAD, especially for their most recent giveaway. Um, which this is episode 188. Uh, we're slowly bringing elements together for a giveaway for episode 200. Looks like 200 is gonna hit about December. 12 weeks away. That's gonna that's gonna put about December somewhere. I have, a, ba- for I have a, ba- a baby. I can give away at that point. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Uh, about all December I give away is my soul. Julie's um, third born. You can have it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, One lucky winner. <laughs> or are you? <laughs> Stop mocking me! <laughs> um, Diapers not included. <laughs> no. <laughs> Don't run away from your feelings! <laughs> um, so, with... I will say the, we will be giving away another microphone and headphone set for the 200th episode giveaway. Nice. So we are going to run the con, probably start running, probably start getting the contest ready for that. Um, we're not going to, I'm going to go back to Facebook and, and do the raffle copter thing where, you know, you guys follow each one of us, follow the show, you know, that type of stuff. Earn, earn your, earn your entries. Um, cause uh, right now headphones, microphones, it's two hundred dollars there, so we're starting off with a two hundred dollar value giveaway for our two hundredth episode. For our two hundredth <laughs> episode, but yeah. there will be more because I believe, if I remember right, um, we might be able to get a comic bento thrown in with this. Yep. Nice. Um, which most likely could get drop shipped from Comic Bento uh, if we could work it out. I might even, if I, I'm working on it, so um, might possibly get a superhero or get a hero box from superhero stuff. It's um, a pretty nice prize package there. See, yeah, really. you know, see what else we could get. And it's just in time for Christmas, so. It would be mm-hmm. our Christmas Perfect. present to you. <laughs> yeah. Or Hanukkah. Personally delivered by Jules. 
<laughs> It'll be Mary Mary Kwanzaa Hanukkah. <laughs> um, so well, if if it's if it's gonna be a comic bento box, you gotta do Boxing Day too. Ah, uh, yes, we'll do, we'll do Our Boxing Canadian Day. Yeah. We love and, the Canadians. And, and for and for our Latino friends, Three Kings Day. So. You, so if you're of Latino background and you win, you have to do an a uh, a video reviewing all the prizes on Three Kings Day. <laughs> <laughs> so um, so yeah, we'll, we'll just know at the moment it's starting at two hundred dollars headphones, microphone. Um, so that's guaranteed. Those two items are guaranteed in the prize pack. See what we get up. To, I, Oh, what was it for? Uh, for our hundredth episode, I think that prize pack ended up being about three hundred bucks. Mm. I think we're going to surpass that on this one. So, see what we could do. See what would get thrown in. Stay tuned. Yes. Um. So yeah, check out those locations. You know, check out those links. Um. I have one for her universe. I think. I think I'm. I think that one's still current. Um. I just got to get the new code uh, for the link up, so you guys go check out that. Um. But until then, check out the ones that are up there now and uh, and help support the show. It's an easy way to support the show. If you don't want to do if you don't want to do the online shopping, there is a donate button at the top. Feel free to donate. I mean, even a buck. That's cool. Um, we also have our Patreon page. It's patreon.com forward slash weebegeeks. Uh, you can always support us there. Um, less than a, uh, the cost of a donut a month is more than mm, enough to... Donuts. Food. <laughs> so, um, so speaking of donuts, okay, maybe not. Uh, <laughs> Gotham. Uh, <laughs> there's some hole. There's some holes in Gotham. That was, like a a <laughs> that, that was an interesting one. <laughs> um, they they did. A, I guess this this week's episode. This is what I don't watch the show, but I I I, I always love the stories where they go. This is why this character is the way it is now. Um, apparently, despite Claire Foley giving giving a uh, very eerie, eerie good performance as a young Pepper Ivy Pepper slash Poison Ivy um, in the limited time that she's had on on Gotham the last two seasons, they decided they wanted to show off the character's seductive charm, so they aged Ivy and replaced Foley with the 28 year old actress Maggie. Gaya? Gaya? Hmm. So, hmm. Who is right? So, character swap or actor swap? Has that ever happened before? No. <laughs> I still don't understand this show. I mean, most of the characters are around Bruce Wayne's age. Right. And he's still like a teenager yeah. and they age her to 28. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Well, and the little girl that played Ivy, I thought she, I thought she was really good. I liked her. Well, yeah, but I think what you, with Gotham, you gotta remember, it's like it's more like an like an Elseworlds tale or something. Yeah. So it's kind of in its own continuity. Yeah. Although I did hear a rumor that they're going to start working towards bringing turning Bruce into Batman, but we'll see how that goes. Yeah, but we know we know what's been the common mythos origin story wise. Now he goes off to train elsewhere, and like, you really want to pull that off for the show? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Or or is or is he going to be trained there at the mansion? And Alfred is, brings him well, in. That's well, what he yeah, wanted. He the, said he wanted Alfred to train him. Yeah, that could. Right, but, but um, 
Um, uh, oh, what was Liam Neeson's character in in the first one? Rish, Rish the real character or his fake name? His his fake character, not who he, not the exposed Raja Ghul that he he was shown at the you know shown to be at the end. Oh yeah. <sighs> Yeah, oh, wasn't he uh, like an older character? Yeah. I want to say Lucifer, but it's not. Sure. Or Lucius. That was. That's his friend from uh, Wing. <clears throat> that was. Uh, Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman, yes. Thank you. Uh, Batman Begins. If someone gets to it before I do, feel free to jump in. Working on it. Internet's still failing now. <laughs> and go! <laughs> Ducard. Yeah, that was it. So, unless they bring Descartes, Alfred brings Descartes in to train him. Um, so, well, but uh, like in in this in this show, Gotham, Alfred's pretty. Uh, well, he's got the um, military. Used to be like in special, yeah, the military. Yeah. It's, yeah, sort, it's, it's sort of like background sort, and stuff. They're 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 kind of taking <laughs> taking the same approach as what they did with Beware the Batman. Alfred was the same way. Yeah, he's a right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, now, according to the executive producer, uh, we made the changes for two reasons. Uh, the character Ivy in the comics, uh, one of her greatest powers is the power of seduction. Well, if the character's still a teenager, you can't do that. Um, everyone was everyone was much more comfortable with that with an older actress as opposed to a teenager. <laughs> Gee, I just said that. Um, we wanted to explore that classic canical power of Ivy, and we just didn't want to make her old. We just didn't make her older with that attack. She's changed and transformed. There's a real character change as well. Uh, she still will have some of the same traits, but she'll be much darker, more manipulative than the Ivy we've seen so far. There's more evil quality to her as well. It's more than just physical. So, but how did plus, plus the young Ivy didn't have any powers either, so mm-hmm. which is part of where her seduct seductiveness comes from, right? So at this, so having not seen the first episode of this season, does she get into an accident and is chemically changed? Or I know I haven't seen it yet either. I'll have to. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like when I seen it, she was still little. So like that's why I saw the article and I was like, I didn't understand. But I like I said, I only watched the beginning, like first maybe twenty minutes. So I don't know if. Well, <laughs> um, Maggie Geha or Gaya, <laughs> however she pronounces it, uh, <laughs> she said Ivy Ivy's been reborn and she's completely different on the inside as well as out. Uh, as she spoke with TV Guide. Um, Ivy's main passion in life is plants and nature. She does not have any real regard for people. She still has a little bit of the little Ivy in her. She's not completely, completely changed, but I think Ivy is sort of relishing in the physical transformation and realizing all the power that she has now and what she can do to people and how she can manipulate people. Uh, She's definitely transforming into a darker version of herself. Um... So yeah, it sounds like they've done a a mutant transformation with her. And is that really something that show needs? Uh, when no. Uh, I don't know. Now, my other thing that I wanted to bring up since uh, I think Derek brought up the Elseworld. Explain. I, I, I got to thinking about this when I saw the trailer today about Superman being in Supergirl officially. Um, I know we've talked about it on the show as well. But when the show started, you know... Zack Snyder said that it is, it's a multiverse with the DC universe. Mm-hmm. Then why is it the elements they showed in Supergirl of Superman were pretty much lifted straight from Man of Steel? And then they then they decided to bring in a different Superman and try and explain, oh, we're in another 
when, when we know the actions aren't necessarily concurrent on well, every on every different or on every earth other than wanting to save money not shooting new footage um <laughs> i don't know i mean is there a new trailer out? i haven't seen it well it, one that I, one that i finally saw on uh on facebook or not on facebook but i don't on um i don't think on the cw in in uh, that supergirl i don't think they ever actually showed his face they they do in this mm-hmm. trailer yeah in this trailer but but in, in the first season no they really did so they might try to play it off like that yeah but or they might try to, I don't know. Or they might not, they might just go with it and not even give a reason or any kind of explanation. Yeah. Which seems more likely to me. Yeah. yeah. So, well, speaking of CW, uh, some news regarding The Flash, I believe. Uh, yeah, I guess we're uh, kind of used to uh, characters leaving and coming back. Uh, I guess we saw it with uh, Flash's dad leaving and coming back. Yep. And now, apparently, uh, there's going to be another uh, character coming back for Season 3. Uh, his uh, former love interest, Patty Spivett, uh, may be returning. That was the police officer, right? Uh, yeah, uh, Joe's oh, partner. Oh, right, 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 yeah. Yeah, uh, the actress Chantelle Van Santen uh, teased it. Uh, very strong possibility, if everything works out, uh, that she'll be back. Um, so that I was kind of bummed how they kind of ended that, but... Yeah, it was a little odd. Yeah, but now that they're bringing him, I don't know if it's just going to be because they're going back to the Elseworlds and things turn out there differently since everything's yeah. different and yeah, they end up together. Time or, and everything. Yeah. And is it is it going to be because he changed time or is it going to be after he fixes everything right. that she comes back? Yeah, they don't say how long uh, she is going to be around for. Mm-hmm. Right. So. Well, lo- looking at the page that this article has come from, I love the related stories. Uh, five specific ways Flashpoint may affect Arrow. Uh, the Flash and other CW shows will soon be free for anyone. New Supergirl Season 2 trailer trailer hints about why Supergirl and Superman are teaming up. And one Supergirl character won't be so happy to see Superman. <laughs> Just one? Just one. So, uh, the only one that really intrigues me off of this um, is the 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 arrow story but if if we're finished with with the flash story i'll jump over to it real quick oh they just said that uh when she moved away from central city uh she made her way to midway city um and that's the home of uh, hawk girl and hawkman uh so we don't know if uh she'll be appearing on in video games legends of tomorrow or not Well, I think Hawk, uh, the Hawks are, are done on Legends of Tomorrow for this season. Yeah, for now at least. Oh. Yeah. Although they could come back at any time, but... Yeah. They were probably, probably my least favorite well, characters anyways. Well, and they, <laughs> I would think if they were going to use them in, um, as part of Justice Society, they would have that knowledge of the Justice Society. Yeah, mm-hmm. I but, would think so. So, um, so yeah. Oh, okay, I'm going to hit the clickbait on this. Spot five specific ways Flashpoint might affect Arrow. In the first line of this, oh, Barry Allen, what have you done? <laughs> and now I, got, now I got Janet Jackson running through my head. What have you done for me lately? Um, so without further ado, let's get the Flashpoint ball rolling with one of the most controversial storylines of all time, Felicity's new love interest. Um, even though she will be a member of Team Arrow, uh, Felicity, it's been revealed that the series will almost immediately introduce us to her new boyfriend when the series premieres. Okay. That's fine. That's fine with me. <laughs> I mean, I, I didn't mind the relationship between the two of them. 
but to me, knowing the the, the characters, it should have been. I I haven't liked what they've done with Black Canary. Me killing her. Yeah. <laughs> that too. Yeah. The writing for her. Ha- the writing for her has not been the best. Unfortunately, <laughs> I like the the actress that plays her, but yeah, everyone. She's kind of. No one has issues with the character. They have issues with the relationship. Yeah. That that's that's where it's everything's coming from. Everyone everyone's got issues with the the relationship. Uh, well, I I honestly think that the reason why um the whole Alicity thing is because of fans because they were shipping them as that and then like all of a sudden now they're together. Yeah. So like they say, oh, we don't listen to the fans. They don't sway our decision in the show. But I'm like, yes, they do because it was like all over Twitter, Facebook, everything. Like, oh, they need to get together. And I I seriously think that's why they were together. Yeah. Um, I mean, I love her, but a a the, the second point or second was this the second uh second wave flashpoint might affect arrow a diggle brother reunion uh, that just didn't oh. sound right initially <laughs> um, David Ramsey took to the stage at San Diego Comic Con during this year's panel and revealed some pretty substantial evidence or events that would unfold as a result of Flashpoint in Diggle's life. In fact, it sounds like John Diggle could possibly be a member of Team Arrow or could be the member of Team Arrow most affected by Barry's actions. Uh, during the event, Comic Con event, Ramsey teased a major impact on Diggle on his family specifically. This could mean something will happen to Lila or Sarah, um, but even more likely scenario is that John will once again meet his brother Andy, whom he killed at the end of season four. Mm. Uh, it won't be a permanent reunion, uh, but one that would give Diggle enough closure that he's desperately looking for. That's definitely some uh, flashpoints uh, uh, over there. The third reason Flashpoint may affect Arrow or third third way more than one Malcolm Merlin may show up ooh ooh uh, that's exciting I love it, them it was revealed <laughs> two, two that John Barrowman's yeah there could never be enough John Barrowman's <laughs> it was revealed that John Barrowman inked a deal to reprise his role of Malcolm Merlin aka the Dark Archer across Flash Legend, and Legends of Tomorrow as well as Arrow so three out of the four shows uh, we will see him as a central member of the Legion of Doom on Legends of Tomorrow nice uh, and we will also know see there needs to be a Supergirl villain in there as well. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, we also know that Legends will be f- far less affected by Flashpoint due to the fact that Rip Hunter and his team are always jumping around the timeline. Anyway, uh, this has led some to believe that we may see at least two versions of the Dark Ar- Archer pop up next season. I'm okay with that. Uh, number four. Tommy Merlin could come back to life. Oh, yeah. I forgot about him. Uh, Hasn't been around since season one, has he? Uh, <laughs> season, I thought it was season two. I think yeah, it was season two. Tragic, tragic death in the finale of season, season one. one. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So when asked about the potential of such an event, uh, Colin Don- Donald simply described it as not out of the realm of possibility. Um, so I'm going to be just as surprised as everyone else because, like I said, this was clickbait and we took it, or I took it. <laughs> Uh, uh, it's not what I expected. Damien Dark will return to wreck havoc. Oh, come on. I'm kind of done with that whole storyline. So my, my back. um, so we obviously he's going to be involved with uh, Legends, and yeah. what we'll see on Legends will simply hail from the time before his death, uh, and the Flashpoint could effectively undo his demise at the hands of 
of Queen. Um, but I kind of like the last part of this. Uh, we know Green Arrow will, will still be coping with his decision to kill Dark when this fifth season premieres. So Dark's resurre- resurrection could offer him the chance to atone for his sin and honor the memory of Laurel Lance in a proper fashion. But I think the one point that wasn't brought about with Flashpoint is was the possibility of Laurel Lance coming back. Yeah. Because she's just like Barrowman. Just like Barrowman. First thing I thought of. Katie Cassidy has also signed a, a deal to appear across many of the shows. Yeah. Between, Whether it's going to so. be as Black Canary or the evil... Siren. Siren or whatever. Black Siren? Yeah. Or- yeah, yeah. It's Black something. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, be curious to see what happens. We are roughly two weeks away from that premiering. Can't wait, because I think all the all the we'll WB we'll shows, I think, are going to be premiering the same week. Or uh, Supergirl yeah, is the following week. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Supergirl's October 10th, and I think the other three shows are the week before. Nice. So um, I, lo- I love that the Flashpoint is probably going to have some effect all across the board. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of cool. cool. It's like Marvel says, everything's connected. <laughs> but is it? I don't know. It, it um, is. You just don't know how. <laughs> well, right. you, you had to go say something about that. Um, I know we'll we'll talk about it this week on uh, Mighty Marvel Geeks, but it was alluded to that we could potentially see Punisher on Agents of Shield. Ooh, cool. Wow. Um, that I guess, and that um, Ghost Rider could make appearances in the other shows right, on the Netflix shows. Oh, and they were cool. And then they were talking. Could we get more than one Ghost Rider? Yes, please. I'd like so, to see the Johnny Blaze um, motorcycle riding one. I'd be happy with Johnny Blaze or Danny Ketch. Yeah. But there, I love Ghost Rider. But is, is it, <laughs> isn't Ghost Rider almost like Green Lantern Corps? There's there's multiple lanterns? There's multiple riders? Uh, sort of, yeah. There's been, there's been a few throughout history. So, yeah, I'll have to see what happens. Um, they just actually, they mentioned, directly mentioned Ultron on last night's episode of Agents of Shield 2. Oh, that's cool. Oh, wow. But it the, was just a brief mention, but. But the problem is, the TV series, or the movies don't refer back to the, to the series at all, to any of them. No. I know. Speaking of Marvel, what the heck are they doing? They just uh, announced that they were uh, that the uh, Secret Wars two is not going through the end of the year. Yeah, Civil really? War how long can they drag this stuff out? They did the same thing. With, War they did the same thing with Secret Wars. It's because it's being delayed. It keeps getting yeah. delayed. They can't ship anything on time. No, uh, it's because they got too many variant covers. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be just like uh, the Secret Wars, where comics were already moving on after before the even the event even ended. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, because they're supposed to be doing their new thing in October. Mar- right? Marvel, uh, all their new books. I yeah. thought Marvel Now was coming out in November, October, November, whatever. it's November because of the. Yeah, it is. Yeah, Marvel solicits got David Walker all upset because you now everyone's going, well, "Where's Nighthawk?" And they're like, "Yeah, canceled." Yeah. So Hyperion, though, yeah. that's kind of that was kind of a throw something against the wall and see if it sticks with those two comics. Anyways, I mean, yeah. I thought Hyperion was supposed to be a miniseries. Not that I thought that I was getting canceled along with it. Well, I think Nighthawk. Uh, we discussed it over on Mighty Marvel Geeks, and we felt Nighthawk. It was just a matter of timing. Yeah, with, with what he was writing in the in the topic matter and everything it with the political season happening the way it is it should have waited until after like after the first of the year is when nighthawk should have come out and it's not like squadron supreme is like a really popular it's not like it's the avengers or something where there are well-known no. yeah. characters in it I still can't believe they're doing the great lakes avengers <laughs> <laughs> whoopee 
And I was mad that they're actually canceling my favorite Avengers book. They all knew all different, but I guess they're changing it to something else now. Uh, it's going to be part of the Avengers. Avengers. It's just yeah. the Avengers. Just or, Avengers. Just yeah. Avengers, yeah. <clears throat> and then they're going to have U.S. Avengers. <laughs> yeah. Please. How many Avengers books do they need? Well, they currently have four? Yeah. Three or four. Uncanny. Un- Uncanny. All new, all different. Yeah. Great Lakes. Uh, new Avengers. Yeah. That's, the, that's the all new, all different. Or is there new Avengers? No, there's a new Avengers. Yeah, which, which is for that that's the one yeah. with Roberto de Casa and yeah. Squirrel Girl and all the books. <laughs> is that the one that's yeah, it has like Squirrel Girl. I'm surprised you don't read it. Like, yeah. Uh, they could just rename that to the Great Lakes Avengers and move them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, since, or since ABC is talking about doing a new Warrior series with Squirrel Girl, just change it to New Warriors. Mm. So, um, a name, how, how about this for a name that you have, probably haven't heard for heard of for a while? At least a year or two. Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> Was I like that's to call Shia uh, LaBeouf? <laughs> that's what I call him. LaBeouf. LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. The last, the last I'm time I heard, the last time I had heard anything about him was he was involved with some that Shia video. Yeah. Mm. Wait, what was it? Wait, was that the motivational video or was that the other guy? No, that, Sia, that, that was the other guy. Sia, Sia, yeah, it was when he was she, with that young underage girl. F- yeah, from, oh, I didn't uh, hear that. from Dance Moms. Yeah, so ah, bit of controversy. So how does he go from that to having <laughs> DC fans want him to play the Red Hood in in the next Batman movie? Somebody want to answer me that? Well, let's uh-huh. have let's have him play the Jason Todd Robin and see him get killed by the Joker. <laughs> Uh, yeah, a, that I could deal with. Get a crowbar upside the head a few hundred times. <laughs> they, they actually put out a a petition on change.org. Of course they did. <laughs> of course it was change.org. We all know how how that's a, a favorite of you guys on the Mighty Marvel Geeks. Mighty well, we, we, we talked about it here, too, with how they wanted to shut down Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So they want they want to have Shia LaBeouf play him. LaBeouf. See, our only... Our our only listener on Mighty Marvel Geeks who heard us rant about change.org. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't we just do that last week, talking about screw screw change.org to start the letter writing campaign now to ABC to keep Shield? Derek's a long time listener, idea. first time caller. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I don't know what you what. what? I don't get it. Why Shia LaBeouf? Uh, I would love to see a Robin in one of the Batman movies. But I, don't, I don't. I don't. I don't know if it could happen. Yeah, we, yeah. We, we saw it. it. It's the costume with jokes on you written all over it. Right. Uh, yeah, but I'd rather see Nightwing. We... At this point in time, I'd rather see Nightwing. Mm-hmm. Forget Robin. Yeah, skip over it. Just like mention it that he used to be Robin. Yeah, bring it. Bring in Nightwing. I mean, if you're bringing in Cyborg, bring in Nightwing. Then we could have spin off a Titans movie. <laughs> Possibly that would be awesome. Um, I mean, who who else would would we potentially want him to be? Shia LaBeouf, L- uh, Shiloh LaFluff. If if I had to pick a character for him to be, it would be uh, Corpse Number One. <laughs> Snapper car, <laughs> snapper car, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, the most, he's probably one of the most annoying characters. But who is the <laughs> most annoying character in all of DC Comics? Yeah, ambush bug. 
Bat might. Yeah. I love the the comments underneath this article. Uh, First one, straight from Stephen Paulson. Um, Who likes Affleck as Batman? No one I know who is a Batman fan does. Okay, I'm a Batman. I'm a Batman fan. I actually... For how far ahead they they've made Batman, Affleck was per- I thought I thought he was perfect. He's what he yep. was he was the one bright light in Batman Heart Superman the Flop of Justice. Exactly. <laughs> I am a huge Batman fan, and Ben Affleck was one of the few things that I actually really liked about the movie. Yeah, I thought he good. did a great job. Gal Gadot, yeah. uh, while I was concerned about, oh, she doesn't have the look, she doesn't look Amazonian enough, she doesn't look muscular enough, she's not chested enough, I guess you could say, uh, for the traditional look of Wonder Woman, I, I thought she was, she was fine as well. I was very happily impressed with what they did with her as Wonder Woman. Yeah, she another was my favorite the, part. <laughs> another yeah, one of the comments. Great. Can we have a petition to stop the petition for Shia LaBeouf? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what Mike wrote, right? <laughs> I want to change it and start a petition to have him play Batmite. Yeah. <laughs> um, you, should call, you should play a character called Dead. What's his motivation? He doesn't have any cause. He's dead. <laughs> I just <laughs> read that sequel. one. No, because he's dead. <laughs> so, uh, another... Uh, now, here's a here's a couple here's a couple other suggestions. Black mask or hush? <laughs> uh, no, because he's not he's not built enough for black mask. Not the way I've always known him. Little, you uh, could do Clayface, Batman's punching bag, <laughs> Harvey Dent. No way. Since he's a method actor, does this mean we could beat him with a crowbar? <laughs> <laughs> and then someone goes, Michael Sierra should play Robin. Uh, no. That's odd. Is he the one from Scott Pilgrim? I yes. think so, yeah. Oh, no. Um, your best guest comes back with, how about a, a girl Robin? Or no, not the first time we had a girl, Robin. Referring to Michael Cena, Sierra being a girl. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> but I do like the idea of why not bring in, uh, what's her name from Dark Knight Returns, since we're almost at yeah, that yeah. that stage anyway. Yeah. Um, he should be the falling star pouting whiner. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I'll tell you what. Let's, let's take a very quick break here. Uh, we'll be right back after these messages, if you would. Hello. Hello. This is Tara. And I'm Sean. And we're Hashtag Just Saying Podcast. Are you looking for fun? You looking for laughs? Do you enjoy classic movies? Want pop culture facts? Actually, Actually you, you found, found the right show. Hashtag Just Saying the Podcast. Check us out on SoundCloud. iTunes. And Stitcher. Wherever quality podcasts are heard. And on YouTube, you can join us for a great time. And... Have a good everything. To the Batmobile. Let's go. Are you in the market for some new swag? Some comic-themed merch? How about a sweet water keychain of your favorite villain or vigilante? Just hop over to the Weeby Geek site and click the Superhero Stuff link and let the retail therapy commence. Using the link helps support Weeby Geeks because they get a small commission from each sale at no extra cost to you. So get to shopping and thanks for listening. Well, speaking of shopping... How much money has everyone got? Because there's an auction coming up. (laughs) Not enough for this, I'm sure. So, 
Profiles in History is the world's largest auctioneer of Hollywood memorabilia, have announced the World of the Hunger Games Auction Part 2. It's happening on Friday, October 14th, 2016. So that's what? A couple weeks from now? A little over yeah. a couple weeks. Now, features... Pro- profiles... Features in, over, I was going to say, Profiles okay. in History is the ones who did... They were the uh, subject matter for the TV show. Was it Hollywood Treasure on Sci-Fi? Oh, yeah. I love that show. Oh, yeah. And then it just, like, disappeared. Yeah. And, like, did it get can- I guess it got canceled? Or did it- yeah. Probably. Yeah, I lo- that's a great show. Okay, so that's that's good. J- um, just, just like uh, Toy Hunter got canceled. Yeah. I didn't I'm see sorry, that one. That was great. Oh, that was a great I show. I used to love that show. Yeah. I, I love shows like that. Um, so it's going to feature over 200 props and costumes from all four films. Um, so if you go to www.profilesandhistory.com, you can get details of the bidding process. Uh, let's see. So first step, I'm lots see. of money. <laughs> you have to be a millionaire. Let me see what they're given. So the auction highlights include Katniss Everdeen Victory Tour Ensemble from The Hunger Games Catching Fire. It doesn't tell you like the prices, I guess. Well, I guess if it's an auction, if it's an auction, but what it would start at, I guess. But um, Katniss Everdeen and other characters combat wetsuits from the arena sequences in The Hunger Games Catching Fire. Spile prop and drink up note card from The Hunger Games Catching Fire. Peter Malark interview suit from The Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 1. Katniss Everdeen Mockingjay stunt ensemble from The Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 1. Signature costumes won by Effie Trinket, President Snow, Finnick Adair, Johanna Mason, and President Coyne. Katniss Everdeen combat ensemble with disguise cloak from The Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 2. Lots of clothing. Uh, let's see. Numerous cast wear and combat ensembles. Um, I'm pulling up the catalog right now from uh, from their site. See if it lists yeah, starting prices. Yeah, it's just interesting cool to outfits. see. What, yeah, if you scroll down, there are really cool outfits. So like those, is, this, is this what you're giving your child away for? <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> I guess so, because I, I, I need to buy some of this. Wow, they have all the pictures here if you just scroll down. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the plate wear wow. alone. It's kind of cool. I like that outfit with the crossbow. I like the armor. Or the uh, mm-hmm. peacekeepers stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those are cool. There's a lot of cool stuff on here. I like this. Now, I as, I, as I mentioned earlier, I have actually never seen The Hunger Games, so none of this means anything to me. <laughs> <laughs> actually good. I do want to check it out. It's just I haven't had the a books chance were good to. Too. If you're yeah. a cosplayer and right. you can fit in any of these costumes, hey, instant costume. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think I, uh, if you're paying for it, I'm not sure you're wearing it around anywhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's still hot dog mustard on it or something. <laughs> at the uh, me. Every time I eat, yeah. I get food all over me. So <laughs> just not, you have to have like a, like a case, like arrow with, with all of these costumes in it. Like a little case. Now the, these are actual costumes and stuff, right? Not, uh, the, these are actually, are. no, these are from the movie. Right. Yeah. Uh, like they have a collection of four gladiator style sword props from the Hunger Games. Um, That's cool. They're they're metalized hard rubber short sword props. Um, they got pricing starting from two hundred to three hundred bucks. A bargain. Uh, I'm trying to see. I love auctions too. I haven't been to one in a long time, but you can get some good stuff there. Uh, the arrows, Ever- Everdeen's arrows. Uh, a thousand to fifteen hundred starts. Mm. For all of them, or just one arrow? 
Probably one. For six. Collection of six. There you go. That's not bad. Six. I guess. Six prop rubber stunt arrows. Uh, so this, I have a feeling this is going to be extremely popular. I mean, it's such a popular uh, probably, yeah. book, and you know, not as po- I would say not as still not as popular as Harry Potter because like when we went to that Harry Potter book release, and you think oh Harry Potter's been out for how long now? I don't know. Right. I don't even know because we're just reading the books now. But <laughs> um, it was packed, and I was like, I was telling my cousin was there, and I said it's amazing how it's still relevant. Like there's still yeah. Harry Potter fans everywhere, and you can have a book release oh, yeah. party, and everybody will come and they'll have butterbeer and they'll have this and that and they'll they had scavenger hunt it, it was it was like crazy and people were dressing up and yeah. so i mean hunger hunger games is probably like that but i think it it lost its like appeal i mean yeah. people still like it but it's not yeah you know, it's not as big yeah now we've talked yeah. about the peacekeeper uniform here, here yeah. here's the description right out of the uh of the catalog peacekeeper complete uniform with prop handgun and rifle from the hunger games catching fire uh complete peacekeeper uniform consisting of a long sleeve futuristic light gray hooded tunic, a pair of matching pants with integral knee pads, a, ca- a cast hard rubber and fabric upper body armor vest, a pair of ventilated studio pant gloves, a pair of custom made tall gray leather boots with heel to calf zipper back closure, uh, a two-tone gray plastic helmet with retractable tinted clear, clear visor, also included a leg holster with fixed stunt pistol, an ammo magazine, leg holster with prop ammo, um, and a hard rubber futuristic stunt rifle. From the battle sequences throughout The Hunger Games Catching Fire, The Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 1 and Part 2, in production used condition. Take a guess on starting price. 15000 20, 20000 200 to $300. Oh. oh. That's it? <laughs> that's okay. it. That's what it starts at, though. So it'll that's probably what, go up to... That's yeah. probably what opening bids are going to be. 20000 <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine that? Like, if no one showed up and like you went and you had money and like just got everything. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that would ever happen. <laughs> that would be so. That would be like a dream. Yeah, I, I'm trying to see. Whoa. Uh, some of the the Avox female costumes. These are like gray dresses with a like pla- Van Halen type head headgear. <laughs> yeah. Two hundred bucks opening. I mean, some of this. Looking at the catalog, I mean, you could go to Profiles in History and check out. I mean, they got catalogs of all the different auctions. Um, uh, yeah, I wonder what else. I mean, again, you could get actual movie. I mean, these are the actual movie pieces. I like the parachute that they uh, dropped the stuff off in yeah. the games, too. Yeah, that's kind yeah. of interesting. <laughs> like yeah. I said, it, it, if, if you weren't like myself and fat ass, um, <laughs> cosplayer, this could be a cosplayer's dream. Why why spend five six hundred bucks trying to replicate these costumes when you could take a chance and, and get one for 200 300 bucks oh they have it they have an animation um if you go to their site it says departments yeah, they, got they offer some of the best and... examples of vintage contemporary contemporary animation art oh wow they have uh disneyland walt disney world park ride uh charles schultz Hanna barbera yep. hmm, i did not know that that's neat so I mean this this is this is cool. Uh see this would be something I would be interested in. Second unit clapper board.
reward from the Hunger Games Mockingjay Part One. Two hundred, three hundred dollars. Wow! And it and it still has uh still has some markings. You know, still uh let's see what's it have here. Um, plexiglass clapper board with traditional hinge, wooden clapstick, present at top with signature multicolored inter interleaved diagonal lines. Uh, oh professionally gosh. printed Mockingjay second unit director Charlie Gibson cinematography Josh Bilatru. Uh, white label tape at the bottom, handwritten twelve nineteen thirteen includes two extra face plates and of course all production used. Because mm-hmm. one of the face plates is dated uh, eleven thirteen thirteen. Uh, looks like both of them are dated eleven thirteen thirteen on the extras. And one's X X B X A, so probably extra B extra A. Um, well, the catalog they have for that's really nice too. Like it yeah. shows you everything. Yeah. So I mean, th- th- there's some cool stuff on here. Mm-hmm. If you get the money. If yeah. you get the money. Um, upcom- let's see what other upcoming auctions do they have saw they have uh, uh, autographed uh, Hollywood ones yeah. for like um, vintage that's, Hollywood that's the Cecil Jones one right yeah um, and like uh, Marilyn Monroe Walt Disney Gene Harlow yeah oh here's one for you Jules Glee the official show auction part 2 <gasps> where's that at I don't see it it's uh, running across the bottom oh Bottom. I don't see it either. I don't see it. That's weird. I don't want to see it. <laughs> well, it's on the page. I love Lee. I missed that show. Oh, there it is. Uh, she the. She is the it link? Would it be under music? Uh, no. no. Yeah. Just put it in the link. It, it might have already Not. happened. Well, that's good because I can't afford to spend any money. <laughs> it's my have already happened. The chat go through or not? Yeah. I heard the sound, but I don't have it yet. It's weird. Uh, top I... ten. Why is it going to? Why is it sending that? That's weird. <laughs> because well, anyways, there's one. Yeah, it might. It's my have. It might have already happened. Uh, March eleventh, two thousand sixteen. Yeah. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah, you're a little late. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. So, I didn't even hear about that. Um, Lucky or else you'd be on the street. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'm gonna, I, I think I'm going to set up our last story with this. We haven't done this in a while. What ship did Padme Amidala take to Mustafar? Is it A, Nar- Naboo Star Skiff? B, Naboo Cruiser? C, Naboo Royal Starship? Or D, Naboo Yacht? Cruiser. Ooh. I'm going to yeah. say the yacht. Um, cruiser, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> and... The responses are... I'm sorry, your answer must be... (laughs) It was the Naboo Starskiff. Ah. No one got it right. I was going to say that. (laughs) I was going to say, don't tell me it was the Royal Starship, because that was from the first movie. Which I have a toy of. (laughs) Who, Who played a red ball jet organ? Okay. Who played right. a Who played a red ball jet organ? A. Size noodles. B. Oh. Greta. C. Dota. Odonwido. Or C. Max we- Max Rebo. It wasn't Max Rebo. It wasn't Size noodles. No. What was the third one? <laughs> yeah, it's, you're doing that just to. <laughs> yeah. Let's see if we can spit that out again. <laughs> Dota Bodonawido. We need to record this and have it as a drop. <laughs> what was the second one? Greta. Greta. What was the third one? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Up yours. <laughs> oh, up yours. I love that character. Uh, I'm going to go with B. the... Yeah, I'll say B. B? I'll say, I'll say the other one. Say it. 
<laughs> so we got two for Griotta and one for Just one Dota. the other one. <laughs> Griotta was one of the dancers. Ah. She she's the one that looks like Greedo, but female. Ah, of course. That's the name. The yeah. correct answer was D Max Rebo. Was it? It was? Yeah. Wow. Huh. You lost your geek card now. Uh, (laughs) I'm just kidding. I didn't even know what they were. Those those ones were tough, man. Yeah. Wow. So now we'll do one. We'll do one last one. Who was Anakin Skywalker's father? A. Mildro Skywalker. B. Tamel Skywalker. C. Orkan Skywalker. Or D. He didn't have a father. Wasn't there have a D? father? Trick question. He allegedly did not have a father. Yes. That bastard. D. He did not <laughs> have a father. I get it. Ooh, one for four. He had to have a father. <laughs> that was Lucas's Jesus moment. Yes. Mm. That was his Jesus movie. Just like I, uh, I think. I think. Just like E.T. E. was Spielberg's Jesus movie. Yeah, coming from I think when I saw that moment in the theater, my reaction was, what? (laughs) It's funny, Jewish director comes up with a a Jesus movie called (laughs) E.T. I love that movie. So, uh, so yeah, why did we do that? Because, um... Bob Iger saying he he met with Kathleen Kennedy, head of Lucasfilm, to map out the Star Wars movies from 2021 and beyond. Um, but said that they were, you know, the the studio to that end has already announced two more planned sequels to its series of films centered on the Skywalker clan. Um, as well as spinoffs about a plot to steal the plans for the Death Star and the Han Solo origin movie. Um, now, of course, the the one for stealing the plans of the Death Star we know is Rogue One. Uh, it's the first of the standalone a Star Wars story movies. And uh, Iger has stressed that um, it's not expected to match the box office numbers of Force Awakens. Um, I don't know. I they they said this about Force Awakens, not expecting to have high hopes. Yeah, um, they're a sandbagging. Now, yeah. Rogue, now Rogue One has been, has battled some bad publicity with reports claiming that the movie needed extensive reshoots. Well, what movie doesn't need extensive yeah. reshoots? Come on, they always do that. Oh, it's yeah. going back reshoots. Yeah, just like every other movie. I don't know if it uh, does the same as uh, Suicide Squad. Maybe, <laughs> maybe they might be right. <laughs> um, yeah. Even Deadpool went back for reshoots, extensive yeah. reshoots. Come on. Yeah. Um. But, but uh. Oh, or. Now, Felicity Jones stars as a member of the Rebel Alliance um, in this. You know, they, they talk about, uh, he stressed that Rogue One, which unfolds before the first Star Wars movie, is not expected to match the numbers. Uh, picture racked up nearly $2.1 billion globally. Uh, Force Awakens, when it became the third highest grossing film in history. Okay, one, it's now in December, not May. So, better odds of better returns. Um, yeah. But based on a response to the trailers and the posters, he said the level of interest in Rogue One is as high as it was for Force Awakens. So, come on, Bob. You know, Disney is a first-name company, Bob. Have have some more faith, Bob, in what the movie's going to do. I mean, the fans proved you wrong with Force Awakens. They're going to prove you wrong 
with Rogue One. I mean, look at the difference between Force Awakens and look at the difference between it and the Marvel films. See, even the dog saying Bob. <laughs> um, you know, Force Awakens, the Marvel films, as opposed to what Warner Brothers is doing. Yeah. Um, I mean, there are, you know, reboot of Spider-Man is now under Marvel control. So we'll see how that goes. Um, cause Disney gets, will still get five or 15% of the box office take there. So if we're at the helm and we're putting out Marvel Cinematic Universe type numbers with Spider-Man, uh, that's, that's going to help. I uh, just, so, uh, Read something under the related stories. Fifty Shades Darker breaks the Force Awakens record for most viewed trailer in twenty four hours. Yeah, that's just sad. Ugh. That is sad. Just sad. One. What's wrong with people? Everything. Yeah. Everything. So, um, as we start to wind down, any final thoughts? Oh, I finally, 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 feels like it's been like forever, saw Civil War. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was so good. No, this is the story. So we go to get a red box because it came out on Redbox, right? And so my husband picked it up and we went home and we watched it and we started it. And I said, they're doing this scene again? Like the scene in the beginning where they're running, right? And I'm like, why are they doing that again? I'm like, I know all the fans liked it. Well, we didn't get Civil War. We got Winter Soldier. So I was like, ah. <laughs> so we had that movie and we own we own Winter Soldier. So we actually had that movie because then we we had stuff going on and stuff and literally the red box that I usually go to is right by my work and I, I had it in my bag. We paid eight dollars because we didn't take it back because like it's two dollars. We got the Blu-ray and um and we own it. So I'm like we paid eight dollars for the rental. We own it, but we ended up because we were so looking forward to watching it, we just rented it because we're gonna buy it and I didn't want to pay twenty one dollars to rent it and then whatever to buy it. So we just paid like I think five something and we just rented it on iTunes because I was like we got we have to watch it now. Like we <laughs> we got the wrong movie. Um I couldn't get my daughter to watch it so it's kind of bummed out about that because she watched the first two with me but um i think when we own it we're just gonna you know make her watch it because she really liked the first two (laughs) she just she just you will watch this and you will like it (laughs) yes but um yeah i I really liked it i mean as far as like the the marvel cinematic universe the captain america movies are my favorite so Mm -hmm. i just feel like i can't believe it's been this long and i know i still haven't seen it i know i can't believe it either either I mean, I saw Deadpool, like, right away. I was like, oh, they're going to see that. And then everything else just kind of fell. But but yeah, with Redbox, like, it's nice because it's like $1.50 or $2 a night and you get free rentals and you get coupons and there's literally one five minutes from my house. So, like, you know, we can rent we can rent movies and see if we want to buy them, which I knew I was going to buy that one. But there's always one five minutes away from your house. <laughs> I think <laughs> I have, like, yeah, three of them. That's true. Everywhere you go now. Well, when we moved here originally, um, right beside where my Aldi's is, like, I live five minutes from my work, they... Um, they had a family video there. So like when you sign up for the family video, you get all these free rentals, free coupons, free snacks and stuff. And then they just closed like maybe six months ago and they have a furniture store in there now. And I was like, oh, so sad. I mean, they still have one that's kind of far from us, but I like going in and picking out stuff like as opposed to like Redbox, it's like boring, but, and they had games and stuff too that you could rent. So. Well, I just, it took me a while, but I finally finished watching Stranger Things. Oh, yeah. Yes. still on episode four. <laughs> oh. It was really, I really it. enjoyed it. It was really good. I, 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 can't, I can't wait till the next season. I, I, I know the way it kind of ended, which I won't ruin for Brett, but it, like kind of there's a couple of things that you're wondering now. Like, Yeah, when that unicorn popped out, it was just. <laughs> <laughs> they should have a unicorn in that show. I know. No, what, what bothered me with the finale is when Edward came out. <laughs> Sparkling all over the place, <laughs> dropping glitter everywhere. <laughs> yeah, it's 
I kind of want to, uh, I think I might have missed some of the, like, references and stuff, because it was just so, I was just focusing on the story. Yeah. There's a lot going on. Yeah, there's all kinds of, like, cool stuff going on. Do you know what moment I was talking about that was kind of like an E.T. moment, though? Yeah, And I was like, oh, and then it, yeah, but. But I like the way they did it better. The way they did it was cool, though, but I still thought that was what was going to happen. I know. I think that was, that's the way they wanted it. Like, they wanted you to think it was going the E.T. way, and then they switched it up, so I was like, oh, that's cool. (laughs) I I felt more. brother is such a creeper. I felt more poltergeist than E.T. older brother that, uh. Uh, the kid that got uh, went missing. Yeah, that kid is a creeper. Yeah, take the pictures and stuff. <laughs> You'll get you. He'll grow on you a little bit. Yeah, he'll grow on you. Oh. <laughs> See, there's parts of there is there is some poltergeist in there, but. Yeah, there's a, a lot of chunk, there's a good chunk yeah, of poltergeist in there. Yeah, Mike, did you finish it? Yeah, I I'm, I missed quite a few episodes um, when watching it with Melissa. Um, didn't wait for you <laughs> no but it's okay i i was I, I was able to catch what was going on i mean we're only talking eight episodes yeah, yeah that's how i get when i watch something i'm like we have to watch it right now like we if i love it i'm like we can't stop i can't eat i can't do anything i just have to keep watching it it's like an obsession but that show it was like that i just we started watching it and then before i knew it like we already watched four episodes and i'm like well we might as well watch two more because we already wasted like our whole day watching yeah you know i always like i still like to space it out i, I still yeah. gotta watch daredevil I, season two what <laughs> i even even i watched that i would i it took me a while to watch that though because we wanted to watch jessica jones first but i'm not the biggest jessica jones fan unfortunately no, jones was good i like daredevil yeah that, jones was good jessica jones was awesome i, I almost i, I like almost like story jessica but jones. i just don't like her i can't get past her i, I, almost I thought like, she was good for the character yeah she definitely fit the character yeah. really well i, I like jessica jones a little bit better than season one of daredevil mm. that's just mm. me Daredevil. Uh, I don't. Uh, See, because I keep thinking like, oh, I love David Tennant; he was awesome. But then I loved Kingpin and Daredevil. And yeah. then, uh, right. So it's, yeah. they're kind of the even Afrino for me. Was was amazing. Yeah. I mean, to me, my favorite episode of Daredevil was uh, I think episode eight, the the whole Kingpin episode. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a good one. But to me, season one, yeah, as awesome as it was, it, it, it was a it was a it was a mob story with, yeah. with a little bit of of him. It, it was more the the mob underground or crime underground story. I kind of like that though. Um, yeah, But I hear I season love, two uh, is a little Kingpin stronger. In, uh, season two too. Even from jail, he's still in badass. Oh, yeah. The, oh, the Kingpin, I know. The Kingpin scenes in the second season were just awesome. And the scene with the... Yeah. Pu- I was kind of like, I didn't like that they had the Punisher. I wish they would have had more Daredevil and then introduced the Punisher because I figured, well, they're going to do this to have a show, Punisher show, which they did. But um, but that scene where he's in that jail cell and he's fighting all those, that, that's like an awesome scene. Oh, Punisher. yeah. Punisher. Yeah. Like, I, I was like, oh my God, like, I, I love that scene. I love scenes like that where people are dying and <laughs> everything's good. Hitting the van. Jules has a dark side. Yeah. When Matt Murdock goes to talk to him, he just bashes his head against the table a couple times with the key Oh, oh man. man! And they like, oh man, that that was hurting my heart. I was like, oh yeah, That's so awesome. There, yeah. There's so many. The second season I didn't like as much as the first season. There was still good stuff in it, but um, I liked it because like, it was you got you were done with the origin, so you could just move on. Yeah, yeah. 
I loved uh, John Barenthal as the Punisher, and I loved uh, yeah. his monologues, especially when he had uh, Daredevil captured and was talking to him on the rooftop. Oh, yeah. It's like, you're one, day, you're one bad day away from being me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. That was, he was yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah good. I am, I am so excited for the Luke Cage show. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm going to really like that. And I'm really excited for Defenders when that comes out. Yeah, yeah. I saw the teaser uh, trailer was uh, set to a Nirvana song. Yeah. Come as you are. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't see that one yet. It was yeah. just all and the, it has a uh, stick in it. It was all oh, the logos. Yeah, I always say here. It was just it's all the awesome. logos making up the different letters and whatnot. Yeah. So, uh, any other final thoughts? I think, uh, I think we had a, a lot of final thoughts. There. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, well, until next week, uh, from, from Brett, Derek, Jules, and myself, Mike, uh, I know we're going to be without Derek next week because he's going to be at some concert. Oh, that's me. Justin Bieber. I'm Brett. I'm Brett. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Brett's going to be at some concert. Yeah. How dare Taylor. they have a midweek concert? Taylor Swift. <laughs> take two days off of <gasps> I like Taylor Swift. That was the first concert I Ew. went to was Taylor Swift and um, Rascal Flatts. I went for Rascal Flatts because I really liked them and she just happened to be, she opened for them. Um, but that's the first concert I went to and then I went to Kelly Clarkson and Pentatonix. I've only been to two in my life. I can't believe it. Really? Yeah. Wow. I want to go, go to more. I love concerts. That reminds me of uh, when my wife and I were dating. I took her to a Metallica concert and she had never been before. She goes, oh, I've been to concerts before. I went to go see Billy Joel and Elton John once. I'm like, <laughs> oh. oh, okay, sure. <laughs> we went in to see Metallica. She's like, yeah, that's not Billy Joel and Elton John. <laughs> It's like uh, the first concert that I went to with my wife. I had dragged her to see a Dream Theater. Oh. She was the same way. <laughs> we're, we were like on the main floor and the bass is just pounding her. She's <laughs> like, I feel it going through my body. <laughs> that must yeah. have been a good show. Oh, I love Dream Theater. I've seen them yeah. three times. I love them. Awesome. After, Melissa and I moved, never... after Melissa and I moved down here to Florida, our first concert here was uh, Sting. Brand new day tour. Oh, uh, oh wow! Then we also we, we've also seen uh, Def Leppard with Tesla opening. Ah, oh, I love uh, Tesla. Johnny Johnny Lang opened for Sting, and then uh, the the night after we saw Def Leppard, uh, Def Leppard Tesla, we saw um, Pat Benatar. Ah, oh, that would have been good. And uh, opening for her was a group called Opera, and the lead singer from Opera was Martika. Uh, is that ninety nine Love Balloons, or is no, that somebody else? That's that's Nina. Martika Martika did the song One Ten Soldier. And she was oh, also yeah, on yeah, Kids yeah. Incorporated. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was seeing seeing her up there. I mean, the music was good. I loved the music of of Opera, not the not yeah. the genre. The group's name is called Opera. Um, but yeah, they they got a little eccentric. <laughs> we know you secretly love opera, Mike. Don't oh, don't try to hit us. I can't stand opera, opera. I I don't understand it. Yeah, the opera I've a, ever seen is a uh, Bugs Bunny <laughs> at the opera. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, <laughs> magic I don't mind it, it then. But. <laughs> no. In theater, I actually had to work run lights for an opera production done at this one college I was at. I'm like, yeah, I don't care how hard up I am for money. No. Not my thing. Yeah, I can't really get into opera because it's like, I mean, I heard that if it's a good one, you can, you know, I guess really like it, but I don't like it. I don't understand it either. And it's very like loud and now, I love classical music, but I do like classical music, but I can't do opera. Yeah. So which well, is also along the why I can't do musicals. <laughs> See, I could do, I could do musical theater with no problem. It's when when they do it on TV and they they're doing it just for the sake of doing it, mm. um, like Supergirl Flash crossover. Yeah, yay! I was waiting on that. It's like they listened to me. No, they must I'm, be listening. To, they must be listening to this episode or these episodes. 
October no October twentieth, uh, Fox is doing the the recap. Um, I don't want to say it's a remake, but it, it almost oh. is a remake of the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh yeah, uh, I'm gonna watch that. Um, but yeah. it, it, actually, I think they they've used the term a remodern modernization. It's kind of like they did with the sound of music with Carrie Underwood. Is it going to be live like that, or is it? I don't think it's live. It, it's it's been filmed. It's Memorex. Okay. Yeah, it's just because that that was a cool thing. I mean, Rocky Horror Picture Show. I mean, on its own, I guess it's an okay movie. But the fun thing was going to the theaters and yeah. everybody doing all the interacting and stuff like that. That's what made the movie. See, yeah, they still have. It. <laughs> they still have. I think we talked about this before. They still have yeah, that. Yeah, nice showings. Yeah, I yeah. would love to do that one day. No, when when the movie first aired. Because uh, I, I want to say it, it, it came out in the theaters in '75. Gosh, I was four. Yeah, what was it '75? I wasn't even born for like of. a couple of decades. <laughs> I was one. <laughs> um. All right. So, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Here we go. Rocky, 1975. That's oh, when it came out. Memory. It it <clears throat> bombed. I mean, it, it did not do well. And then I, I can guess, see that. And then I guess somewhere in New York, somewhere well, in New it York, it didn't I, have the the cult following. Well, yeah. it, it wasn't until some some theater decided to air it, or show it at midnight that all of a sudden it started getting the cult following. Mm. Yeah, and that's and 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 it's been one of the longest running movies in theaters because of mm-hmm. you know constantly yeah. Friday night, Saturday nights. Yeah, I mean I remember going to a youth group convention. Well, went to services at the temple. Services let out about ten o'clock. We we did the 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 after service dessert thing. We we call it Oneg Shabbat at most temples, but it was like a you know go and you know cookies and cake and whatnot. And then turn around, it's like okay that in about ten forty five. Everyone everyone had to change of clothes. Everyone changed clothes, and by eleven fifteen, we're loading the buses and heading off to the movie theater right after <laughs> service. Let's go watch Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> That's great. So, I mean, that was that was a video that was constantly brought on youth group trips because we because I won't tell you how many times I watched the movie with Japanese subtitles underneath. <laughs> that was fun because that was like the one bootleg copy everyone could get. <laughs> um, but no, I mean it. It's a reimagining of the movie. Uh, it's a new cast. Um, I want to say they're using the uh, transgender actor, actress, uh, I can't think of her name. Oh, yeah. Uh, as the new Rocky, or as the new Frankenstein. No. No. <laughs> Please don't. Uh, no. <laughs> someone, who, someone who's actually legit. She, uh, yeah, she's been in other stuff. Yeah. Uh, Tim Curry's going to be the narrator. Okay. Uh, well, at least he's still involved. That's they they brought him. doing that? Did he die? No, he's still alive. No. Who's the one from Rocky Horror that died? No one. Everyone sure? from the cat. Tim Curry is still alive. Yeah. Yeah. He's Tim Curry's still alive. He's just had, he had a major heart attack. Laverne Cox is the is the one oh. we're thinking of. My- oh, from Orange Is the New Black. Yes. Oh, oh, okay. I love her. That's excellent. I'm excited now. Okay, I follow her on Twitter. I I need to get the uh, the live stage production they did from the Playhouse Theater in London for the 40th anniversary. It's called Rocky Horror Show Live. That that was a f- fun watch. Um, and I guess there's going to be a movie coming out, a documentary called The Rocky Horror Phenomenon. Comes out next year. Oh, nice. I watched that. Um, but yeah, they, they've redone how Magenta looks, how um, Columbia looks, stuff yeah. like that. I mean, new looks, new to the... Um, Riff Raff almost looks the same. Are they keeping the songs, though? Yeah. 
everything okay. no new songs added it's it's the actual okay. um i'm just curious to know because when the movie was was filmed and edited the the pause the the uncomfortable pauses throughout the film that ended up being where you do audience participation in now with yeah. the cult, um that was not purposely done that that just ha- that was editing mistakes and when they did the sequel shock treatment um they they tried to put in those pregnant pauses it didn't work in, and it, it just didn't work and the and shock treatment just did not carry over like like they thought it would it never works when you try to force it yeah so i'll be curious to see if they if they try to enforce it with this or if they just let the movie go and give their own thing to it yeah. That, that's why I, I still say Clue should be in the next cult classic with audience participation because you can do so much with Clue as well. Mm-hmm. And that could turn into yeah. a, an almost timeless piece. That's a fun movie. Yeah. Tim Curry again. Yep. Yep. So, well. Tim Curry is awesome. Yes, he is. Yeah. And he's he's still, like Bill Murray, but not. He, he's still, <laughs> he's still alive, folks. <laughs> yes. He's still alive. Bill Murray folks. just had a birthday. Yeah, he did. Oh, yeah, no. Sadie, Sadie that we had on our show. Yeah. She's doing her, her documentary on him, and she, she had a post up today about she's like, loves Bill Murray. And she's, you know, there's like a picture of him said, happy, happy birthday, Bill Murray. Wait, when you get and anytime her. I see an article, I always put it on her page about him. <laughs> Wait, when you get her back, I want, I want to know more. Yeah, what, she's so I, sweet. I want, I want to see what's happening with that. So, well, until next time. Want to know more? <laughs> So, um, the bad crowd you've been hanging out with is a science fiction club? This has been a Weeby Geeks production.